Hi folks, this is Bud Hughes, and it's time to raise the door on another edition of Bud's Garage. Hang on, you're now part of the fastest hour in radio, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Locally owned family businesses with over 120 years of combined experience. CarQuest nationally branded auto parts and warranties, and Oakwood Tire's wide selection of the best tire brands available. Local professionals to help you find the parts or tires you need, help you get them installed, and back on the road with a smile. Find out more at completeautoparts.net or oakwoodtire.com. On today's show, Armed Forces Day. Traveling with your pets and warm weather car checks. All that and a whole bunch more informative automotive buffoonery with Bud and Tim. Right now on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Welcome in, folks. This is Bud Hughes, resident car nut, and Tim DePasquale, a poster to the stars. Tim, how you doing today, man? I'm fine, Bud. How are you today? I'm doing great. You brought in a, a bag of donut holes. Donut holes. Well, they made me wait at the Dunkin'. You know, they were had some new help in there, so they right. made me wait a little bit longer. And yeah. they, you know, felt bad. They wanted to. I'm a regular. They You're a regular. Me. You're oh, a yeah. regular, right? I, yeah, I'm a regular. Uh, so did you figure out how long did they keep you waiting for four donut holes? Oh, geez. You know, I didn't figure out the timing on that on, on a per minute. We, we got to figure many. out a way to do it so we could get a dozen free donut holes. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, keep going um, to the back of the line. Mm, yeah, right, that sounds like a good idea, but all right. I'll, I'll get right on that. That's your homework. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> hey, Thank today you. is Armed Forces Day. Do you know what Armed Forces Day is? It started in, first one was 1950, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it was actually thought of in 1949, but do you have a, a kind of a rundown of what it is? Yeah, um, that's... Uh, that's all active duty. Right. You, we celebrate all the armed forces on armed, armed forces right. day, even though the individual armed forces still have their own day. That of course, they, like they to have use. to. Yeah, yeah. So. Because it's just the way that goes. But hey, if if you're serving now, thank you. We appreciate. Absolutely. It. It Hope you don't have to actually shoot anybody. Well, you know, it, it increases our awareness of the sacrifice, and you know, if you're mm. out and about today, and you're you're in a restaurant or something, and you see somebody in uniform or with a you know a commemorative hat on or something right. like that. Yeah, mention. Take care of it. Right. Yeah. You know, it's funny how when I when I've got my Air Force hat on, which I normally do to keep the sun off my bald scalp. Uh, yeah, the glare in here is. I know people these these hot lights and forever getting approached, <laughs> and it, especially by other veterans. Well, yeah. And we talk about when did you serve? Where were you at? Right. And who did you kill? And you know, well, all that. no. But I mean, I'm like, well, I killed a six pack that one night. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what the Space Force uniforms look like, do you? The Space Force? No, no. That's they, a new one. They look a lot like the uh, Star Trek uniforms from the original TV show. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, they should. That's mm-hmm. great. How do, you, how do you enlist in the Star Force? Space Force. Space, Space Force. Force. First of all, you learned the term. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I mean, can you get drafted into it? Or is there, is there a there's Space no, Force, there's no is there draft, Space Force recruiting <laughs> officer? <laughs> I, Really there is a draft, Tim, and when I take <laughs> my headphones off, there's a draft that goes right through. I'm just telling you. Well, that's your homework, bud. We're going on. <laughs> Good. All right. I got an email. Remember the flying plane car thing that we did uh, last week? Yeah. Somebody wanted to know if you need a pilot's license for the Aeromobile plane. This thing is built in Slovakia. Is that what you told me? Yeah. Slovakia. Someplace, yeah, that I couldn't Yes, you do there. need a pilot's license. You do need a pilot's license. Yes. You still need a pre-flight inspection. Who would get in anything that they're going to 
take off on and not at least just walk around. Hey, did you check to see if there's any gas in this thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it says, uh, what happens if it gets in a crash? Uh, the same stuff that usually happens if you crash a plane. Yeah, you die. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you crash. <laughs> <laughs> they go into this thing about how you can repair it because it's carbon fiber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck easily. with that. Good yeah, luck. right. When it's in a million pieces. It says, uh, couldn't I just get a nice Cessna? Yes, you could. Yes, but you, you can't, could. You can't drive it to the house afterwards. Because what they're wanting to do is have chauffeurs that will fly these things, pick up, you know, people at a, at a, at a plant or a factory or an office, Drive them to the airport and take off. It's the dumbest thing I ever heard okay. of. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Ugly cars. Remember we talked about ugly cars oh, last yeah. week? Yeah, so we, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we had the ugly car thing going. And so I'm reading one of the magazines I get, and the Acura NSX comes up. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a hybrid, and the thing is absolutely gorgeous. It is beautiful. And, and what, you know, what did, didn't the Acura NSX, when it started out, cost like 35 40 grand? Yeah, it was still a premium price. Yeah, at that time, this, right. the, the, uh, what they would call the Generation 1. Mm-hmm. But it was a cool car. And I'm reading this thing, and, I'm re- and I, I, knew, I knew it the minute I turned the page what I was up against. $192,000. Right, which is why they haven't sold many of so them. So it's a beautiful car with an ugly price. What was I saying a few weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to spend a fortune to get it. But I could live with this car. Yeah. You know, with the two hybrid motors up front and a hybrid motor back in the back, plus 520 horsepower twin turbo V6. Oh, my goodness. I could beat you with a Hertz rental car. We'll talk about that a little okay, later. Okay, yeah. Right. You okay. good with that? Well, we have got the brothers Schof in the, uh, in the garage with us today. Clint and Chad, you now have a third location. Clint, tell us about this uh, third store, uh, how it happened, and, uh, you know, We'll get we'll get a little further down the line here in a minute. Well, we uh, the gentleman he was, uh, he was an existing CarQuest store, and he had reached out to us a couple of years ago and wanted to know if we'd be interested one day when he was ready. And we said, sure, just let us know. And um, next thing you know, last maybe a year, it's been probably going on for about a year now. He uh, approached us, and we kind of just been dealing with him, working through the process for the last few months. It just came about that just been a little process, but it's going right now. So where exactly is it located? It's uh, it's on it's two seventy nine Monroe Street. Monroe Street, Monroe okay. Street, Clarksville, three zero five two three. right down from Habersham EMC. And That's where you're coming into town, isn't it? Like from uh, from from Delonica or, yes, or Cleveland that, that area. Correct. Okay, coming right. from that area, right? Yeah, so it's main drag there. Yeah, it was formerly Clarksville Auto Parts. Same location, and it was an existing CarQuest. So, does having more stores increase your buying power with CarQuest? Yes, yes, it does. It makes you obviously more valuable to them, so they are friendlier, but it they, does help you in, I guess, incentives and things like that, that we have some more offers that maybe we can offer that a smaller store can't do. Um, we try to, you know, they're, they're fair to everyone, so a smaller store still gets the same cost, as, but maybe I get a little more because I buy more, I get a more of a customer appreciation type items. But you can pass it on to the yeah, customers in the long run. Yeah, there's few things that we can run. pass on just yeah. because of the volume we do. They, and I would think if you, you know, if they've got a, if they've got a, a racing driver or somebody that they sponsor on a national level, you know, you might get invited to those types of things and be able to take some of your customers to it and, that's it. That's and, and that, that kind of thing. Yeah, so that's, that's what that's you're what, talking that's about. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, call it co-op stuff. They give you more stuff that you can. The way the world works. Like the more we buy, the bigger we are, the more they're. This seems like a slam dunk because they already had a store established and you didn't have to go looking for it. Let, let me just ask you the, the question that uh, I, I didn't even 
tell you I was going to ask yeah. you, but if this store wasn't already established, how much harder does it make to start from the ground up? It's tough because you don't have a base. You know, it's just you really got to go after it hard. This one, that's called a greenfield in our world. If you go just to one that's not established, it's, it is tough. You got to market. You got to get the people. And it becomes the people. Then you, know, you got to find the right person to run that store. In the okay, correct. and plus your reputation for what you've been doing at your other stores, um, you know, follows you. That's correct. Uh, your customers, they may be from Cornelia, but they they probably been to Gainesville or or uh, you know Clarksville a time or two, and you know they know who you guys are. That's correct. All right. Is it a secret? Where's the next store going to pop up? <laughs> you can wait and see. We'll, we'll lay that one out later. You never know. Things could pop up real quick. They, they, you have just you have guys that have been doing it like us that are at that age where they're in their seventies or late sixties or and they're watch it. Trying to, watch it. Yeah. Well, they're they're wanting to move to uh, to a radio show. And have yeah, 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 yeah. Radio yeah, show. Yeah, they want to do a radio show. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping American performance going. You know who that is? Year one. Year one. They are also the folks responsible for our podcast, uh, classic car restoration experts. And I went to their new location earlier in the week. It's going to be fabulous. Oh, I can't wait. It involves two buildings. One of them is two-story. They're going to have a museum in the upper half. Uh, parts counter, all that kind of stuff, and then the big warehouses within walking distance. Wow! So they so, are they are expanding, and we're going to have more offerings for you as time goes on. Any word on when that is opening? No, but it's going to take time. Yeah, and, okay. and you know, here's the deal: it's going to take time, not because of year one, because of the sprinkler system, oh. and because they're updating it, and you know, getting people to come in and do the work and get it done, and you mm. know, and it's the same, I, same with all of us. There you go. With that, uh, <laughs> But check them out at year one. They got great things going on. We'll be right back here, Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and More. Locally owned, nationally backed, and happy to serve you. All right. Speaking of locally owned, let's welcome in Mike Robertson from Oakwood Tire and More. Mike, welcome back into Bud's Garage. Hey, Mike. Hey, how y'all today? We are doing wonderful. I know you're on the road again. We'll have to play that. I'll we'll do a little Willie in there on the road again for Mike. Memorial Day weekend coming up. The weather's hot. Uh, load on the cooling system of our vehicles, engines, and transmissions. How can we avoid breakdowns with these systems and help them work better? Well, you know, trans- if it's uh, under 100,000 miles, do a transmission flush. If it's over 100,000 miles, change the change the filter and drop the pan if uh you know, coolants you know just need to check we can check that part out uh also good to good to just do a normal checkout check up top off all the fluids air up the tires get ready to go now when you when you do a transmission flush does it reverse the flow in the transmission so it, it gets the stuff out of the converter and the filter and stuff too it does it takes the flush will get every piece of fluid out of there clear the lines everything where a we're dropping the pan you know, you're only getting what's in the transmission itself. So mm-hmm. there's still fluid in there that, that stays in there. But uh, uh, you don't want to do the flush if your car's over 100,000 miles. Okay. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, you know, for, for somebody that's a knucklehead like me, I'd probably come in, get the flush done, then have you drop the pan off. I know it would be wasting some fluid, but, you know, you'd, you'd get the best of both worlds that way. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That, that's you looking for the best of both worlds. There you, there you go. <laughs> all right, enough said. All right, I understand. Is there anything you can do to your transmission system? All right, the, the automatic transmission I'm talking about. Anything you can do to it, add to it, make it perform better, make it run cooler? Is there something you can do at your shop? You can add uh, uh, transmission coolers, especially on trucks that are, you know, you're, you're, if you've got a camper, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, normally on a car, you're not going to over, overheat that bad. But a truck that's pulling something, uh, we've seen those transmission coolers go on as an add-on, and it helps cool the transmission fluid for you as it as it works with a, especially going over the mountains and having a camper and that kind of thing. Yeah, I would think especially if you bought a truck that didn't have the towing package, and then you decide to get a camper because everybody wants to go camping. Right. Yeah. That's it. That makes a good idea. How about the, the actual cooling system of the engine now? There's a, there's a lot of moving parts and, and non-moving parts, actually. Um, what, what can we do to take care of that system? Is it still a, a common thing to replace thermostats and flush those systems and stuff like that? Yeah, that would be a, that'd be a good thing. To, to, if, when you do a flush, is to go ahead and do a thermostat gasket while you're in there. All that's new. Every, you know, Two to three years, depending on how many, how much you do driving. Uh, but yeah, when you do a flush, I'd recommend doing a thermostat gasket at the same time. And and antifreeze. Now, the different vehicles take different antifreeze. We know that, but it's you don't want to run 100% antifreeze in your car because you're going the wrong direction with it as far as it being able to dissipate heat. Is that is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, you, there's a, and they make like you said so many different ones, and we just go by what the factory specs are on it. We'll look at the book or we'll look it up on the computer and go, this is what they're calling for and, and get the same stuff that they put in from the factory. Uh, heater hoses and radiator hoses. Now, a lot of them are combined into these things that look like a octopus. Okay. Oh, and, yeah. and it's not like just replacing the upper and lower hose. You check those hoses in that because there's a lot of plastic connections and stuff on these things now that we didn't used to have. There is, and then if you're if you're losing any fluid, we, we we'd want to do a pressure test test on it to to test the system. So you you put pressure on the system, so if you have a leak, it'll show up. Oh, okay. No, nope. that makes good sense. Um, our guest right now is Mike Robertson from Oakwood Tire and More. Are there upgrades to the cooling system that we can do? You know, if we want to if we want to want it to cool better. Man, there's upgrades to everything if you wanted to do it that way. There's that that's for sure. So it, it depends on. You know what the person's looking for, how, what they're doing with their car, what are, what are we trying to do? You know, obviously make it if you make it run cooler, your engine performs better. Um, you know, it just depends on normal everyday driving on a Nissan Versa. You may not want to do that, but if you got a you know Mustang GT and you're wanting to build it out, that might be something to look at. So it just depends on the person and, and what they're looking to do and what kind of performance they're looking to try to get out of it. Yeah, everything helps a little bit then, I would think. Yeah, absolutely. How about HVAC systems? You know, they don't get much of a workout in cooler weather. What problems are common at the start of the air conditioning season? Uh, you'll see, like like I said, it, it's good to turn your air conditioner on during the winter to let it circulate through there because the Freon will just sit so you'll get some moisture in your system because the lines are not having the Freon run through it. And you'll get some moisture in your system. And when you do that, uh, what we do is we, we vacuum out the the, the system and it pulls everything out. It pulls uh, the Freon out, the moisture out, and then it reclaims it. And then we put fresh, reclaimed Freon back in with the right, right amount of uh, pounds that your system calls for because sometimes it, you know, it, over a year or two it'll lose a little bit and you just 
it just it's just a natural thing. So you want to put the exact amount that the system called for to have it work properly. What what is the uh, what is the life? I guess I, I would say of the magnetic clutches on most of these systems. I mean, the compressor. If you maintain the system, the compressor doesn't usually give you a lot of aggravation. You know, if you if you flush it out and do what you're talking about. But the you know the mechanical electromechanical clutch. Do do they normally go you know a couple years, three years? Uh, how often do you have to get into replacing those in the belts and stuff? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's been on. You know, the best thing on that deal. With, is when it goes out, that's when you replace it. But I've seen over 100,000 miles. But the best thing is to follow your your uh, warranty book and look at it and go, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do at 60,000 miles. This is what I'm doing at 100,000. This is what I'm doing you know, at, at different mileage intervals to get the best out of your car. Yeah, and when you're checking them, you're checking all these things, uh, you know, when you got the hood open anyway. Do people understand that on a car with a serpentine belt, you may have one belt running everything? And how important that is compared to some of the cars that have multiple VV belts? They do when that belt goes bad. <laughs> <laughs> you have nothing. It runs hot. There's no power steering fluid. It uh, it, it won't uh, no power steering, so it, it it just messes everything up with that one belt. Runs everything. Well, let me ask you one thing. I see this this magic stuff. Tim's always refers to it as voodoo magic. Uh, this voodoo magic <laughs> stuff that you have that you can put into your cool your. Uh, Air conditioning system to make it colder. Is that is that the malarkey or what? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's not. Uh, let's hey, not. Don't sugarcoat it. <laughs> don't sugarcoat it. <laughs> Big travel weekend is uh, coming up. What what other checks should people be doing to their car before they uh, get on the highway? Man, your normal stuff. You know, let's just even if you're a little short on your old chain, you're about to travel. Let's go ahead. Do a fresh oil change. Do your rotate balance. Because when we're doing an oil change, we are checking all your fluids, checking your belts, checking your hoses, doing everything we can to make sure you don't break down on the side of the road. And like I said, even even if you're, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be just 500 miles before any oil change. Well, I'm going on a 500-mile trip. Let's just go ahead and do the oil change and get a fresh oil change, a fresh rotate balance before you head out. And get it all done at the same time and have the safety check all done and, and you know, feel secure to get out on the highway. Absolutely. And when we pull the wheels off, we're checking brakes. When we when we drop the oil, the oil filter, we're on the top side. We're checking the belts. We're checking the hoses. We're checking the antifreeze. We're topping off washer fluid, uh, just making sure that the car is good to go. And, and, and you know, I, I go back. I know I told this story before, but there was a guy that used to drop his truck at uh, Dixie Tire back in the day when Daddy owned Dixie Tire. Mm-hmm. And he, every Friday was his day to do maintenance. He 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 greased that truck every Friday. He Went through everything, and I don't know that he ever had a breakdown on the interstate with that truck. That's that's good advice. Lots of tire specials going on right now. Oh, I'm, oh yeah, we got rebates going on. We got specials going on with tires and tires and tires. Come on down. Tires, tires, and tires. How can folks learn more about all the great things going on at Oakwood Tire and more? Give us a call at seven seven zero five three five zero nine four three. Look us up on the web at www.oakwoodtire.com or just come on down to 3120 Atlanta Highway right across from the back end of Johnson High School and the South Hall Middle School. We're right there on Atlanta Highway and be happy to take care of you. And as a satisfied customer, I can tell you they will take care of you. Mike Robertson, Oakwood Tire and More. Thanks for taking the time to be with us here at Bud's Garage. Thanks, Mike. Lots of good tips, Tim, for warm weather, uh, getting the car ready to go on trips and drag the kids around the country and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yep. You need to get it checked out. 
at Oakwood Tire and more. We'll be right back here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire and More and Complete Auto Parts. Hometown people working together to bring you the best parts, tires, service, and repairs. Now, if you need service and repair on your pets, <laughs> the lady to see is Dr. Marie Lance. She is on with Bill Main every Thursday on mornings on Main Street. Yes, every Thursday morning we get to have a little chat. It's great. It is a pleasure to have you in the garage. Uh, I know that it is kind of a... Uh, overwhelming to be in such a temple of all this all these cars and cleanliness and stuff like that oh yeah <laughs> compared to being around living things yeah well here we go we I, I would like I would like to ask you something some folks might want to take their pets on vacation with them okay and I think you need to plan ahead of time but if somebody's got a notion they want to take their pet on vacation what are some things they need to know well, first of all, you need to know where you're going because well, yeah. taking your pet uh, is not necessarily always a good idea. But if your pet likes to travel and where you're going is pet friendly, then why not? They're part of the family. How do you figure out if your pet likes to travel? I mean, Bernie's ready to get in the car at a moment's notice, but I don't know as I'd want to take him to Montana with me. No, and that's but but what you're saying is a good indication that your pet likes to ride. So if your pet gets very nervous when they get in the car, if they get car sick, if they start to shake, even on short rides, probably a long ride's not the best idea. But practice makes perfect, right? I tell people whose whose pets have anxiety getting in the car, get in the car, sit with them, get out of the car. Okay. Desensitization is really important. Pretty simple, yeah. Yes, very simple. Well, is is there anything that you can give a pet that's nervous about getting? Is there a drug that you can, you know, like if you're going to take them on a long drive, and is there something that you can give them that will keep them calm throughout the trip? There are, there are multiple medications or drugs that are available to do that. There's one that's very good for motion sickness. Sometimes I was, I was wondering about yeah, motion sickness. Sometimes yeah. the anxiety is actually because they feel sick in the car. So there's a very good medication for that. Uh, it needs to be prescribed by your veterinarian, so obviously you want to see your vet before you go. Uh, there's also actual sedatives that you can give. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a variety of, of more natural things, because you know I'm the natural vet, so there's natural. a variety of those things that you can do as well. But I think the most important thing is if you have a young, healthy pet, we're, we're primarily talking about dogs, so I have met people who take their cats with them, and as long as they're accustomed, it works out okay. But mostly we're talking about dogs, so make sure your dog is healthy. Um, sometimes when we get these old-timers and they're not accustomed to going then that might kind of step them off the edge. So make sure your dog's healthy, young, healthy dog's great, and then they can get those medications. But visit your vet before you decide to travel with them, especially if it's not something they're accustomed to. Well, you, you bring up an interesting point. We're, we're, we're thinking dogs right now as far as pets go, um, but what, what other animals do people travel with sometimes? I was amazed when, you, when we talked about this earlier and the list you came up with. I know. So, you know, as far as just going on vacation, that's one thing. But people do have to transport their pets if they're relocating. So there are people that have birds as pets that they want to take their birds on vacation. I, I mean, I did a little research, too, because mostly I would think of these dogs. Uh, there's ferrets. You know, the little weasel fellows. 
that look like little slinkies. They're fun. But some, some of those things, like birds and ferrets, in some states they're legal and in some states they're not. And so you really, especially if you're taking a car trip, you need to kind of do that research along the way because you might stop and it might be that the agricultural be. blue lights going off everywhere. Wow. I actually passed a guy that had a bunch of little birds flying around inside his Honda one time. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> okay. One of them was perched on the steering wheel, and as he turned the wheel, the bird was just sitting there. I mean, it's... What if you it's, inadvertently it's put crazy. the window down? Yeah. Whoa, away you go. That's a problem. And they, and they talk about that with birds. Don't leave the birds loose in the car anytime. So, so Dr. Lance, what, uh, what do you, what's your thoughts on restraining a pet when they're in the car if i mean you see like dogs hanging out like the that, windows yeah. or yeah they need to be safe just like your babies do so they oh. need to be in a crate they make great seatbelt harnesses for pets um obviously if you're taking one of those exotics they need to be contained because there's danger to both the pet and the person i mean what if they get frightened they get up underneath your feet they can cause an oh, accident yeah, right, i mean right. it, it's a problem I, I you know how my mind works tim you know <laughs> you got my, that look my bud. sense of humor i'm just wondering if you take your if you take your bird like your parrot or something mm-hmm. and talks to you if you take it on a 747 I mean, you know, is the bird is the bird mocking that we go through all of this trouble to fly when he, you know, <laughs> when he could just, just, he could just take off? You know, my wife actually brought a uh, baby chick back from Vermont. Mm-hmm. She just stuffed it down her shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably don't need restraint for that. I'd say no, they're probably. pretty well called uh, them. But yeah, we want to be safe. And and the first time that you're you're going to put your pet in a crate or a harness it shouldn't be when you're going to montana right practice yeah. oh, makes right, perfect right, right. right. you're yeah. listening to bud's garage right now on north georgia's news talk wdun we are brought to you each and every week by the slack auto parts company 11 locations to serve you throughout northeast georgia what can we tell them about slacks tim if they don't have it, you don't need it. No, or no, if you do you. need it, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll get, get it, it for you. you. They got a, they got their own warehouse for crying out. Loud. That's right. Very special guest in the garage with us today, Marie Lance from Lance Animal Hospital. We're talking about traveling with your pets. All right, now let's let's talk about. I'm kidding her about taking your your bird on a plane, but let's talk about taking your pet on a plane. I, I couldn't see doing that to an animal myself unless you got a, a carry on type animal. I, because I wouldn't ask my well, I might ask my kids to ride in the cargo hold. Yeah, if I with my kids, I'd go in the cargo hold. That's a whole different thing. It is. It's a whole different story. It's one thing if you're relocating mm-hmm. and, and your pets have to go with yeah. you. And there's all kinds of services that can help you go through that. Because if you're going out of country, there's 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 health certificates and there's all kinds of stipulations on that. But if you're just going for on a vacation chances are flying your pet is not going to be really enjoyable for them. And if you own, like, Ugga, one of our Georgia Bulldogs, right. they will not do well. It is never really recommended to fly those dogs because oh. of their pushed face and their difficulty breathing. I didn't realize that the cargo holds now are climate controlled. I just thought it was a cold, you know, open the hull of the airplane. Yeah. Some are. Okay. So that's something that you have to get specifics with the airlines. But as mm-hmm. far as in the cargo, if your pet's accustomed to travel, that might be okay. Say you have to go for a family reunion, you want to bring your dog. But but there's lots of good pet sitters. There's lots of good people to take care of them. If it's not going to be as enjoyable for them as it is going to be for you, then maybe you need to think about that. Well, you bring up a pet sitter, okay? If we go away, you know, Jan and I go away for a weekend, just two days, you know, I know that Bernie's going to go through the separation anxiety, they call it. I can just see it on his face. All right, The cat, she could care less. Just leave some food. Uh, Oh, you were gone? You know, when you get back, they don't even know you were gone. But is it great advice to maybe have a constant uh, pet sitter 
at call. I mean, if you you know if you've got somebody that's familiar with your dog and that, mm-hmm. and and can come over and take care of them, is that a better plan? Sure, that's a great plan. And, and some dogs do great boarding, but I mean, if they're home and they're with someone they're familiar with, then that's obviously going to be more comfortable for them. Um, I mean, we have some people that their dogs are so comfortable coming to our hospital that if they have a family emergency, something happens, they drop them off at seven o'clock and, and get gone, and they're fine. But that's not always the circumstances. So yes, having someone that they're, they're used to is a great idea. All right. What special considerations should we take for, for lodging? Well, let, let, let me back up. What should we carry in the car with us for our pets, aside from restraining them and may, maybe having a cage for them or one of those guards goes across the, the mm-hmm. back of a uh, SUV? What should we have for them as far as snacks and things like that in the car? Okay, it's probably best not to feed them in the car uh, just because of motion sickness and they might be a little anxious and might have to go the bathroom a little bit more than they normally would. So mm-hmm. if, if you're traveling five or six hours, even if you're traveling with a cat, they're probably going to be okay mm-hmm. without eating and drinking. Okay, that's probably best. However, um, you should always have paper towels in case there is a whoops. Oh, yeah. You should always have some type of first aid kit, bandages, bacitracin, uh, just Benadryl in case they mm-hmm. get stung at a rest, a rest station. Oh, you should always pop, have that. Yeah, right? for oh, your really? pet. Oh, Benadryl, that, yeah. yes, very important yeah. to have. Also, make sure you have a current picture of your pet in case they do get lost. Make sure you have all their veterinary records. If they're on medication, you have that medication, obviously. And also, you have at least... In traveling, 50% more food and their own water from your home. Yes, because you want to make sure they're going to drink properly for you when you get there. Great advice. How can folks learn more about pet care and the great work that you and your staff do at Lance Animal Hospital? You need to come visit. And you, Tim, Mr. Homesteader, if yes, you sir. want to load up all the critters and take them to Lance Animal Hospital, oh, yes. that's on 2951 J Mountain Road. Phone number is 770-503-PETS or 7387. Okay. All righty. We'll be right back here, Bud's Grotch, on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Don't go away. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire and More and Complete Auto Parts. CarQuest branded parts. Tell us a little bit more about them, Tim. Nationally backed CarQuest branded parts and the best national tire brands to keep you rolling down the highway. Printed so, solar panels. Right. right. Remember, I, right. I was talking about a Fisker that I saw at the car show, and I thought the roof of it had a solar panel made uh-huh. into it. I don't know whether it actually was or not. I'm not a Fisker expert, but... Uh, if it did, it couldn't be very efficient anyway. They're, they're only about no. 25% efficient mm-hmm. solar panels to begin with. But Tesla is testing in uh, Australia right now. They're testing a printed-out solar panel that rolls up, goes in your trunk. It is 60 feet long and about yeah, 4 feet wide, I'd say. And uh, this thing can charge your Tesla in 6 hours in direct sun. Which is Well, that's a great idea. I'm wondering if you couldn't just hook it to the car and be driving down the road. Drag it. flying behind you <laughs> like a kite. Probably 60 not. 60 feet long. Yeah. Yeah. Or or maybe have a 60-foot-long trailer that you just... Well, you could use it on a tractor trailer, and then you could put it up on the trailer itself. Right. I hadn't thought yeah. about that. Well, see, there's all kinds of... Th- I see the wheels turning, bud. But the thing only lasts two years, so I'm thinking it probably blows apart. It'd be like having a blue tarp on the top of your trailer. It'd be, yeah. beat up pretty bad. They print it on a polyethylene terra phthalate plastic 
Terra wow. what? Terra. Terra. F- th- never mind. Never mind. It's only about 2% Terra. effective, though, as solar panels go. Right, right. Well, these are made out of uh, silicone-based photovoltaic cells. Wow. Wow. Jeez. But this, this stuff uh, may, may, at some point in time you know, morph to the fact that you could do a whole car in these. Well, everything's experimental still. Yeah. I mean, we're still trying to find our way through. They're putting billions and billions of dollars into this technology. God bless them. I, you know, I feel so bad, so sorry for all of these auto manufacturers that are pouring all of these billions of dollars. Because you don't know what's going what's gonna to stick and have, what's not going right, to. Right, right. It, it's just shooting in the dark. All well, right. Earlier in the show, I was talking about you know, gorgeous cars, ugly prices. Yeah. Uh, a 5.36 million LaFerrari was the most expensive car ever sold on the Internet. On Bring a Trailer, of all things. Well, Bring a Trailer is part of uh, Auto Week. Yeah, I know. but That's you first well, public, publications, when, yeah. Just just as Joe Average, when I think of Bring a Trailer, I'm like a Craigslist, Bring a Trailer, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> Who spends five point thirty six million on uh, over the this internet? Guy, yeah, over the internet on PayPal, I guess. I don't know how you pay for it. But, but. this uh, this Ferrari, a La Ferrari, uh, Aperta. Aperta, yeah, only had like what one hundred and seventy five miles on it. Right, and bring a trailer only made five grand on the commission. Now, if they'd taken that to the one of the TV auctions, it would have oh. been five hundred and thirty six thousand dollar commission. Wow. So, as a seller or a buyer, this is changing oh, the yeah, face of is. this uh, auto auction stuff, especially high, on the high end. Because uh, mm-hmm. I would think if you were paying $5.36 million, this is just me. If you called me and said, but I'm looking at, let's say that I lived in California, all right? Yeah. Or I was going to go out to California or whatever, and you had your eye on a $5 million vehicle out in California, I could go look at it for you. Sure. All right. I'm guessing that these kind of folks are having people go look at these cars. Well, probably. Yeah, I can. Now, I know that sometimes they have people on the phone on the the TV auctions Mm -hmm. that are phoning in and getting the information, but they usually have somebody on the floor also that's looking at the vehicles, you know, up close and personal. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes it's just uh, you get carried away in the heat of the moment, which is what auctions are all about. And as a friend of mine who purchased an overpriced 72 Chevy Blazer turned out to be not even four-wheel drive, Ooh. he didn't realize until Ooh. he got it home. Well, isn't there some way to, uh, isn't there like a three-day something or other? Oh, yeah, but but he didn't do home. all that. He, oh. Well, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, you just get caught up. You know, it's uh, the auction frenzy. The auction frenzy. Yeah. How yes. much? Uh, how much of that auction fluid you've put in you, or mm, exactly. what arm charm is tugging at you, saying, "Oh, that's my favorite color." Uh huh. Mm. Right. That's right. A, that's a guy. And, and that auctioneer chant, it's like a subliminal, a subliminal message <laughs> where they're encouraging you to bid. They're looking you in the eye and encourage. Will you give me? That's that that chant that they're saying so fast that you don't know what to. Will you give me? Will you give me? You know, five million thirty six point thirty six million for this. Do I hear thirty seven? Yeah. Right. Yeah. What the heck? Thirty seven. Yeah. yeah, I got it. Go ahead. You don't do the math. Have another drink. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. 
Do you have a tool of the week before we have another drink or need another drink or something like that? Right. And, and this is something that everybody should have as part of their toolkit. It's an eight-piece grooved lock pro pliers kit bag set. And it includes side cutters, regular pliers, and two different needle nose, three sizes of channel locks, and a crescent wrench. This is the perfect bag to have on your tractor at the farm for when parts start falling off and you need to come up with some that and a roll of bailing wire so that you can keep your three-point hitch together speaking of the farm yes did you get a did you get a side by side i know you've been looking around and yes i did and i did and and, and it <laughs> you buy one of those forty thousand dollars no i did not i went completely the opposite way and i'm finding out now that uh buying from a local Dealer, mm-hmm. the one here in Gainesville, uh, is a very good idea because oh, yeah. even though this is a, a foreign-made unit, they are standing behind it a hundred percent. And we've already had a little minor adjustment issue, and they're on top of it. And I love these guys. Try so, to get somebody with an orange apron to help you out. That's the ex- out with, uh, with, exactly with that. yeah, exactly that's, right. All right, what's going on at Tim's Auto Upholstery? We we got to be in the boat season now. <laughs> No, no, there's no boat season this year, bud. I'm sorry to say we are still in the car season because we have these major used car outlets that are buying everything up and down the East Coast cars that they would have rejected a couple of years for condition and they're having to spend more money on them to keep inventory. And then regular folks like me and you that have cars that are a little bit older, but not completely worn out and saying, well, because there's such a shortage of cars, let's just keep let's fix it up. Yeah. All we got to do is fix this seat and do the headliner, and we're back in business, or a convertible top, or a carpet, or something. So we're again, we're booked up until the end of June now, just with in and out stuff. And to top it off, two project cars that we've been talking to the customers for the last five years while the cars were in the restoration shops. Both got finished at the restoration shops, and I couldn't say no because I committed to them when we weren't so busy. So we've got the 61 Galaxy Starliner Resto Mod and the 51 Allard Cadillac Power aluminum body with race heritage. Oh, yeah. That is just magnificent. But they could have brought you the stuff while they were building the cars. No, the, well, some you, of it. You can't. You oh, can't. Okay. You can't do the headliner while it's at the restoration Man, shop. Man, you got to work on these cars naked. I mean, especially yeah. this alley. I, I know. Oh my this gosh, is, it's so beautiful. I, I, I just want to look at it. You know, <laughs> we keep it covered up and. Uh, but at any rate, we're busy as heck, and we're very grateful to have all the work we've got and the great customers that we've gotten. If we can do anything for you, check us out. 3568 Buford Highway in Duluth behind Howard's Outdoor Power and Hardware. Check us out on the web, timsautoupholstery.com. Call us, 770-418-1336. I appreciate every one of you. Well, speaking of speaking, not speaking, speaking of restorations, yes. you need parts for your classic restoration project that you're working on and it's a muscle car where are we going well we're going to the muscle car experts at year one in brazelton georgia who provide our podcast so that if you miss any of this great information you can go to access wdun click the links hit the buttons and listen to the show at your convenience not to get off subject here 
Mr. Yeah. Homesteader. Mm-hmm. You're not a farmer. You, you made that clear to us. No, 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 homesteader. Right. Homesteader. What was the What was the criteria? Uh, f- to be a farmer uh, with the USDA, you have to have 400 acres, and you're considered a farmer. Huh. What yeah. you got? 25 acres. Uh-huh. So we're just homesteaders. Just had a few zeros. Yeah, carpet baggers. Nobody will sheep. notice. And they brought them doggone sheep in here. And, and yeah, how are the sheep thing, doing, by the way? Oh, uh, you would have to ask. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they still trying to escape? Yeah, no, no, no. We've got them hemmed up for the time being. Everybody's happy. Okay, well, if you're hemmed up in your shop and you're, you're, you want to listen to something, we've already mentioned Bud's Garage is available at all the podcast sites, but we also have a podcast called Bud's Garage Overdrive, which is an extended version of what we do on Bud's Garage. We've got a great lineup of guests and uh, more, more great guests to, you know, coming up. And It's an informative and entertaining. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Who's this week's guest? Stan Nerson from Montgomery Motor Speedway. Ooh, it's going to be fun, let me tell you. Yeah. And you can check that out, Bud Scratch Overdrive, at all of your favorite podcast sites. Okay, I will. All right, remember to keep between the ditches, shiny side up. We'll see you next week right here, Bud Scratch, on North Georgia's News Talk, AM 550 and FM 102.9. WDUN. Have a great week.